Welcome back, everybody. It's Buko Boys, the podcast in the Buko Boys studio. I'm Dale. And I'm Derek, a.k.a. D to the V to the O. And we're back at you. Yep, you, and you're back because you never left. Because I didn't go anywhere, damn it. <laughs> so, so you were, you were going to go to Waverly Hills. Yeah, so all this hype, all this damn hype going yep. to Waverly Hills. Well, everybody, guess what? I had a buddy pass. And uh, everybody that's used a buddy pass probably knows the shit I'm going through right now. You're on standby with a buddy pass. So yep. there I was on standby. But here's the thing. I made sure I checked the availability before I left anywhere. Okay. I was checking months ahead of time when I got the ticket. <clears throat> Plenty of open seats. All of the seats were open. Okay. Got a little closer. Still tons of seats open. Um, the night before I checked, 20 seats available on that flight. I'm, I'm taking that first flight out. Because right. I just figured the earlier the better. I'm taking the first one. I'm there in the morning before security even got there. I was a, I was the second person to get through the damn security in the morning. <laughs> Anyways, get to that first flight. Completely sold out. There's And then I get told, you know, look at the queue to see where my name is on this queue. Uh-huh. I'm number 18 on standby, which Man. means I'm 18 in line to get on in on this sold out flight. So I try the next flight. The next flight, sold out. I'm number 13 on that one. I'm like, okay, let's try this again. Now it's, you know, another couple hours later. Been at the airport five hours now. Try another one. And this one, they, you know, and every time I get transferred to another flight, they're like, oh, there's still a few seats available still on that one. When I get to that gate and I check in there, nope. they're like, oh, no, we're sold out. And your number, you know, see what number I'm at. And holy shit. Finally, yeah. at the end of it, you know, there was one last one I could try, and they and I was looking on my phone at the available seats. And every time I get transferred to another flight, you know, I'll see how many's open. And but by the time it's, they're seating that flight, they're all sold out. It kept happening, and then I just I I was at the airport for six hours and just Gave up. wasn't happy. Well, I, if I did make it there, I would have been late to the investigation. Oh, but even the one that would have made me late. I would have ended up, that was another, it ended up selling out anyways. Okay. And so it was just, it was complicated. It wasn't going to happen. I should have flown out the day before I should have tried because all those flights still had availability. What was the craziest thing was they were telling me at the airport, oh, you know what? It's, it's spring break. You know, there's a lot of people on spring break. But the craziest thing was it was only the flights heading east that were sold out. Who's going to Louisville for Well, it wasn't like it was break. Detroit, Minneapolis. Okay. Those those uh big connecting cities. Oh, okay. That but makes more sense. If I wanted to fly to Denver or anywhere in California or Seattle or Mexico City or New Mexico, all the people on standby for those flights, they were like, "Oh, everyone on standby, come aboard." <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Not you, though. No, no, no. None of the flights I needed. None, oh, all the flights shoot. I needed were completely full. And and the people I talked to that were on standby, some of them, they uh-huh. were telling me how they take these flights on a weekly basis. And they've never seen it even this busy on Christmas week. And he was telling me, mm-hmm. man, if you would have taken this uh, fl- same flight last week, there was 80 open spots on it. Wow. Like, are you kidding me? So it's weird though. I think it's weird. It was just so it was. It was random. And it's only those flights going to those major uh eastern connection cities. Well, you know, when we went to San Diego in November, this past November, 
and I did a buddy pass for the first time, and it was a pain. Like I missed, I missed a couple flights too. Finally got on one, and it was sold out. Luckily, I was able to get on it. What well, was the craziest thing was the price for these tickets? Because I'm looking at the price for just these one way short flights. They were like five hundred bucks a head. Ooh. And they were selling out, and there were like dozens of them. There would be a dozen of them on this flight available that I would see, you know, a couple hours before the flight. And by the time the flight came, it was already sold out. So a dozen of those seats selling out at five hundred dollars a head. Yeah. I guess it makes up for all those times when there's eighty seats available. True. I mean, like I was telling you, I probably because I, I hated that experience. Like you, because you had to drive me there, and I missed. You had to come pick me back up and, and take me the next day because. Just wasn't happening for me, right? And I said, you know what? I'm, I was telling you, I'm not going to do buddy passes again unless, unless like I don't care if I go or not. Like, okay, yeah, I'll do it if I if I get on great because it's you know what hundred bucks. So if I get on great, if not, no big deal. Well, here's the thing about the situation I'm in because of the the Waverly Hills investigation. I really wanted to go. And this was like you know yeah. I was getting a free admission and everything. It was going to be such a small group of people. I was super stoked about this. Well. I did some looking into it. I still have that buddy pass because they're still good for a year. So I've already paid for it. I'm going to use it. I, I can get my money back, but I figured I'm going to go when there's nothing going on. Right. So next month, there ain't shit going on the beginning of May. There, you know, Mother's Day is until the middle of May sometime. I mean, they're Cinco de Mayo, but no one's flying to the East Coast for Cinco de Mayo. Flying to Mexico. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or they're going to Cali. <laughs> but anyways... um. So there's nothing going on at that time. Graduations don't happen till beginning of June or end of May. So yeah. I'm, I'm in the clear there. So I've, And I looked into um, public investigation, how much those cost at Waverly Hills. 75 bucks a head. Although I'm possibility of being surrounded by a bunch of people. I'm right. just going to have to be like, look, I'm a professional. You need to leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to bring police tape and section things off and be like, no, we're filming here, people. <laughs> So stay. So we're not going to talk about Waverly Hills today, but stay tuned because next month I'm going to do it next month, y'all. Right. So we will still have an episode about Waverly Hills. I'm not a complete failure. <laughs> <laughs> There's still hope, everybody. <laughs> awesome. But you did do an investigation locally here in Utah. Yes. Um, just before that, on Saturday night, we our team Wisps, our APS Advanced Paranormal Services. That's the uh, the other side of our team, um, we held an investigation at Fear Factory. And I was in charge of a team, and just so happened, we kind of split everybody in, into teams, and you know, every, we had certain people from our team leading each small uh-huh. team. So I was in charge of this team, and everyone in my team was their first investigation. I had all okay. rookies. So I was in charge of entertaining them. Okay. <laughs> so none of them had equipment. None of them had experienced it for themselves. They've all just kind of seen it on TV. So I had to be their, their Zach Baggins, if you will. All right. <laughs> but, um, but that was your first time there too, right? Yes. And so I was like wanting to do investigate also. But, in, you know, I'm having a kind of my want to investigate. And then I got these rookies that I need to show. So... I did get to do some investigating still because another team member of ours who she was supposed to be in charge of a team, but they went around to kind of sh- take people on a tour of the place to get a lay of the land. They kind of, they should have just took us leaders 
that were going to lead teams up for lay of the land, not all these people that were going to investigate because okay. then they all kind of just got stuck and never came back. So we're all just kind of sitting around waiting for these people that are supposed to take a tour of this place, never came back. So um, Elisa, who was on our team, she was supposed to be in charge of a team who just kind of wandered off on their own. But they were all already investigating on, you know, doing their own investigations and they had equipment. So, you know, they were already good. So she came over to, with me and she helped me with the, the team of rookies I had. Okay. And she had this new device called the Phasma Box. It's a, It's a, an app for a PC. And it's not even for a tablet. It's only for a PC. So this is supposed to be another one of those things that pick up audio and kind of dilute it into where spirits can manipulate it and speak for them. Okay. And it kind of gives like an echoey effect, like it's in a hollowed out box, you know, it kind of gives this echoey sound. And you'll see have male voices and female voices. Interesting. And... It was saying a lot of like full phrases and full words and a lot of them. And I, I never really messed mm. with it much. And I didn't get to really check the settings out. And this was Elisa's first time messing with it also. Okay. But at this, at, after using it, we did have some times where we would be like, okay, only the females talk to us. Only the female spirit in the room talk to us. And it would be just a female voice. Or sometimes when we'd ask, okay, only the male voice that's coming through, we only want to hear it from the male. Yeah. And then it, it was pretty much on command like that. But what I didn't like about this thing was that being that it was on a PC and we were going to different areas of this location, we would, she would uh, you know close her PC down and then we'd walk and then reopen it and start the program back up. Well, there was a phrase that spit out in a woman's voice in one room and it was kind of like, okay, well, that's a weird, you know, why would it say that? Because it didn't really make any sense. And then later in another room, it was the identical phrase, same woman's voice, sounded identical and everything. Like, we heard that same thing over in that other room. So I'm like, I'm wondering, is it just got a bunch of generated phrases that it just kind of spits out oh, on its own? okay. So I wasn't really digging it. Good to know. Um, I, I would like to mess with it more. Maybe it does have a lot of these phrases that it can pull from. Maybe there's a way to slow things down, speed things up to where it can manipulate it more instead of just kind of randomly blurting things out that the program wants to. But I'm not really sold on it. So what, did you guys get any like good evidence while you're out there? Um, I, you know what? For as haunted as they say this place is, there was only one time where I actually felt some energy from, from spirits. Okay. Um, other time, and you know what? Like the K2 meter never went off once the whole time. Oh. Um, and my other meter that picks up, uh, that the other one that makes noise, the uh -huh. new one I got, it was picking up some EMF, um, I guess, radiation, but not like high spikes of other stuff. And so wasn't really getting a lot of action from that. The Ghost Meter Pro picked up a couple things that we were able to ask some questions, and then we were able to kind of correlate the questions we were asking, and then asking for the female that we were talking to, you know, come through the Phasma box, and then we were getting female responses. One thing on there that was pretty cool was the name Layla came out, and uh, we were talking to the spirit girl named Layla. That came out of the Phasma box, but it also correlated with what we were talking to on the Ghost Meter Pro. Um, it was confirming it on the Ghost Meter Pro. And then it said it's uh, the name Layla multiple times later when we were kind of asking, hey, is your name uh -huh. Layla or whatever? Can you say your name again, please? Wasn't sure if we heard it right. And we heard it two other times, Layla. 
But also, I don't know if that Phasma box has a microphone and it's kind of um, using our words. Okay. Don't really know yet. I still need to look more into that Phasma box. Not really sold on it yet, but it was kind of doing some correlations with the uh, Ghost Meter Pro. All right. But uh, we were in other sections of there. Um, there was some creepy areas though. Some spots look super creepy. I could see how if you were like closing up the place at night and had to walk through there by oh, yourself. Yeah. yeah, I could see people getting pretty creeped so out. So when you guys were out there, because it's it's a haunted house during the yes, season. Obviously, it's a it's a haunted attraction. And yes, all the props were still up. Okay, so I had a lot of props up. Any of uh-huh. those scare you? Like you run into those? No, I was kind oh. of expecting <laughs> to see all those. So there was a lot of props up there. Um, just didn't get a lot of action. I mean, that's just the thing, though. When you're investigating the paranormal, it's just it's like fishing. You could say it's right. a lot like fishing. There's there's nights where you can go. I mean, you could go to a lake where you know you've caught a ton of fish, and then you just go there and just nothing, get no skunked. good. You get skunked. Um, I wouldn't say I was skunked. There were some people that came along with us. My buddy Lucio, what's up, Lucio? He came out. He uh, this was his first investigation. Oh, I haven't okay. seen him in years. And he he listens to the show and he's like, dude, I want to go with you guys. So awesome. He came out. He investigated with me. So he got his first time. And he, he you know, we got enough to to spook him pretty good. Like he was okay. like, man, I still can't sleep because since that night. Oh really? Yeah. But for me, it wasn't a lot of action. I would have yeah. liked. I would have liked to have more, more uh, interaction with spirits. Because we're hardcore like that. Yeah, we don't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. But it was it was enough for Lucio to have a good time and, good. and still have some cool experiences to take home with him. You know, hope it wasn't a ghost that he took. Just kidding. You don't have any ghosts with you, bro. Just kidding. <laughs> that's good though. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I still want to do a one uh, someday. I do want to do Fear Factor. I, I would go, go back. Time, but... I would go back and investigate. Yeah, because you're right. Again. It's, it's hit and miss. You never know. There's no guarantees. But I would like to go back. Um, not leading a team so I can kind of concentrate more on investigating. Yeah, like having fun. And yeah, because I am kind of keeping my eye on where people are at yeah. and keeping them together and then trying to make sure they are entertained, showing them how to use my devices so they can use them themselves. Right. So. Cool. So that was a, that was a pretty cool, you know, um, place. I would like to go back, like I said. But you do hear a lot of uh, traffic noise. You do hear a lot of cars in some of those silos. You're in some of these big silos. And you do hear a lot of uh, traffic because okay. you're right next to the freeway. True. So a um, little bit later into the night, there probably won't be as much. Yeah, as the traffic dies down. Yeah. Maybe like during the week so it's not a – like because like, it's near where people will be going on and off for like one of the clubs and stuff like that. Exactly. So, so like during the week would probably be a good time too. Yep. So I, w- I would go back. I do want to do uh, Asylum 49 also. That's another one here in Utah that – it's a really ah. popular place. Lots of spirits. I'll go there someday. Well, yeah, one day we gotta go to it. I know. So we we have a, we have a local story, and did somebody mention us on the on the story on on the yeah Mike Oya did yeah Mike what up man Mike's always interacting with our social medias I appreciate it man we've known we've known Mike since we were lads little Just acorns little, little acorns on the tree for sure <laughs> that's awesome yeah. So he tagged us in a in a story and and it was actually what I was thinking about talking about. But there's this I don't know if minor league pro league I don't know how it was this new it. type of football league that tried to come out and was like, hey, we're the next new thing. We play football too, but we're not NFL. We're AAF yeah. or what were they called? Yes, is it AAF? Uh huh. I okay. think it was. And there was, but there's only eight teams though. 
I, I know they were trying to hope to build up some steam and get some more, but they only had eight teams, and Utah had their own team. The Utah so, Stallions. We yeah. talked about them when they first came out. Uh-huh. And I was, I was hearing that they were selling like 9,000 tickets to, to each game. But when I, w- I know people that would go, like I know like, like our cousin Tina, she would go with her husband and they would show pictures and it didn't look like there's 9,000 people in the stadium. So it was interesting. But I guess, they went, I guess they went bankrupt is what I was hearing. Yeah, I could see that. I so mean, eight teams, not... I guess there's two teams left. And, and like Utah, for example, was three and five. And they were gonna. They had a chance at the playoffs. I said, "Interesting." Already, <laughs> yeah. But because there's only two games left, but I guess when there's only eight teams, it's yeah, it's, it's easy not, to get through. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not as it's not as hard. But when I, I was thinking of that, and I was like, "Man, there's been because they were trying to act like they were some also type of it was it was being advertised as a pro league." And for me, it's like NFL is pinnacle. Like that's that's everyone's goal, right? If you play football, your goal is NFL. Oh, yeah. And I guess if not, then you'll take a second best of Canada, maybe. You'll take you'll go to Canada. I don't know. Does Canada have an American football team? Yeah, because a lot of players would go there. They didn't get oh, drafted. Oh, that's right. I yeah. remember that. Uh-huh. So, like, I think the Canadian League is, like, half American that didn't make it to the NFL. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I was kind of thinking. I was just telling you right now. I said, it reminded me of all these other, like, leagues that try to get going. And I forgot about these until you like, brought it up. Vince McMahon tried to do the XFL. Yeah, so wasn't it supposed to be just like no out of bounds, just like you tackle hard or I don't I, I don't so. remember and what like, that and like the cheerleaders were like in really really skimpy outfits. I think and... Vince McMahon, he's a man's man, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. I remember watching that uh, WCW as a teenager, young teen, like twelve, thirteen. And like, man, he's such a weasel. He's such a weasel, that oh, guy. Yeah. He was always playing a bad guy. Yeah, WWF. He was always playing a bad guy. Uh-huh. And he was like, F damn, he's Vince McMahon's a weasel. And then yeah, he got all jacked. Then he got jacked. Steroids. And then he started like stomping on dudes, you know, for yeah. the show. He had his walk when he would come out. Yeah, that shit was funny. That was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so then he got yeah, he did this XFL and that he 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 was like praising this up. He was, he he dumped a bunch of money into it and was like, <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be huge. This is the next thing and that bombed. Yeah, it did. Uh, I know. I know. We had like a couple. You had that arena football league. Yeah, that that came that and bombed. went really fast. I don't know if that's still around. I know Utah had a team, and then Utah lost a team, and I don't know if I don't know if they ever like did anything else. I don't know. I, I don't know, know if either. it continued or not. Once Utah lost their team, I didn't pay attention. But but a lot of these leagues just they don't they don't work. They what about the last. lingerie league? Is that still a thing? I do think that's a thing, but it's not talked about as much. Maybe as much as it should. I think it should be talked about more. Yeah, or shown if more. If it's still on, I mean, it's got fans. I would be. I don't even know where to watch it, but I would. But I, I remember would. they they tackle hard. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, I've seen some of it. Like, yeah, they they come in. They throw that. They throw that shoulder down and ram. Yeah, they. From the clips I've seen on Facebook, they <laughs> tackle pretty hard. Would you? Would you watch it? If it was on, uh huh, yeah, okay. Like you, if it was on, you wouldn't change the channel. No, okay. I watch it. I think I would because they it. look pretty competitive. I mean, they're playing hard. They're playing yeah. tackle, but I think some of the draw 
which would be for me, is that you hope someone loses a top or something, right? <laughs> it doesn't happen, does it? I don't think so. I don't think it's happened. <laughs> but I think there's that, always that, that hope that hope that it does. I know, but it's always on a delay. You're never going to see it it's, unless it's you're true. watching it live. You got to be there. You got to buy tickets. That's yeah. what's keeping it alive is people buying tickets hoping for that nip slip. Did that? <laughs> did, did it start from like those, those things before the Super Bowl would start? I think it, how it started, started as a halftime show. Oh, it would be a pay-per-view okay. event during halftime. You would watch the lingerie bowl <laughs> and it was like, I don't know what the pay-per-view event cost, but, um, but yeah, it was only during halftime. All right. And then it kind of turned into more of like a, a league, I guess. And there was more teams and they were playing full games and playing right. full contact football. Yeah. And I, I like the puppy bowl. I never watched the Puppy Bowl. You never wa- I, mean, I, never, I never watched the Puppy Bowl. You know minutes, what? Never mind. But... Never mind. I did try to watch the Puppy Bowl because I was like, let's see what this is all about. And I switched to it. And it all it was was just puppies playing in a it's room. It's awesome. It's awesome. It got boring real fast. Yeah, but I love puppies. So I, I watched. You don't even have puppies. I know. That's why I love You love them. my puppies. I come over here just to play with your dogs sometimes. But you don't even have your own. Oh, my gosh. They, they are all over me today. You know why? They love me. Because they know what's coming. They're getting their asses fixed. <laughs> I'm getting some behavior training classes for those little jerks. They they don't need they need to learn how to shut the hell up. I don't know if you've heard them on the show. You I'm sure you have. <laughs> you hear them yapping. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna put a stop to that. <laughs> no, I'm just getting their uh, their behaviors in line because they get way overexcited, bark excessively. Uh, taking them on walks, they see somebody, they freak out. And Manny, he's my mini schnauzer Yorkie mix. Uh-huh. He's a schnorky designer's breed. <laughs> Anyways, he doesn't even bark. He screams at people. He goes, hey, hey, you. Oh, yeah, you. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. <laughs> he does sound like that. He gets it from you, I think. No. <laughs> Koto gets his from me. Because he's black. And he swears a lot. (laughs) You can hear him barking right now. Yeah, you can hear him on our headphones. I don't know if you'll ever get picked up. Shit. (laughs) But anyways, what other leagues came out? Sorry to ramble on about Uh, something else. That's all I can think of. Like the arena, the XFL, you have your lingerie puppy bowl. (laughs) Um, No, there was more. They had an indoor... It was yes, the indoor league. There was an indoor, indoor league, one. and Utah had one, and there was no out of bounds on that one. Yeah, you can hit him into the thing. I and so Utah had a team called the Warriors, and I went to every game because my boy Sean Kojima played, and I went up to every home game that there was, and it was kind of it was cool. Uh, they went to like a championship type of game, and yeah, it just didn't last. Like none of those, none of those last. I don't think they get enough sponsors. You think that's it? You think you'd buy me sponsors? Because you know what? Some of those games, they would get pretty busy. Like, I'd see a lot of people there. But I don't think it was consistent it. enough, and they weren't getting enough sponsors to advertise okay. there, so they weren't getting that money coming in. I know they were trying to get... Like, I, w- I did a lot of, of, like, the buy one, get one free tickets. I know I took advantage of that a lot, so... Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I... I, I, I I don't know. I can't think of anything that we could start, like football-wise, where people are going to say, "Yeah, I'm going to, I'm doing this. Like, I'm all about this." That would bring a big enough crowd. I just think the NFL is just it's kind too of big. too big now. And I know people are they get sick of the NFL. Like they have their waves. 
Like right now, there's a down wave of the NFL because of the whole kneeling, um, the the commissioner, how he handles it, the abuse that some of the players do on like their girlfriends or wives and, and they don't feel like it's getting acted on enough. So I know it's like on a down world kind of slope, the NFL, but it'll come back up. Yeah. People are too invested with how much money they've put into like merchandise. Yeah. People put a lot of money into merchandise and invested a lot of time in their, their team that they grew up loving. Uh-huh. So they just kind of stick with it. Right. I don't see them switching over. It's Unless true. you got like a San Diego Charger fan where their teams could change cities. Now you're kind of a free agent fan. Yeah. <laughs> kind of looking for something out there. Come on, Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're not going to get one. Yeah. We won't get one. So uh, there's been some, you know, big, big things in the news lately is that Nipsey Hussle murder case. Yeah. You know, I've. Even I don't even I've heard of this dude before, but I've never listened to his music. Same thing. You you brought this up to me, and you you told me kind of like there's some type of controversy with it. I was like, interesting. I know the name. You're right. I I know the name. Don't know one song. Um, we we were actually kind of playing uh, some songs to see. Hey, let's see how it sounds. It's definitely that auto tune mumble. Yeah, not as no. Not, you're you're right. Yeah, not, not a as lot. Much mumble, not mumbling. But, yeah, but he's just like he's just like monotone. But auto-tune monotone. Yeah. And he's just like talking and talking. But like half of the things he says doesn't rhyme. <laughs> he like tries to make it like go together, but uh-huh. it doesn't. It doesn't sound good at all. He's just, but he just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all right. Well, there was a rhyme. Just wait for like another 20 seconds. Oh, there was a rhyme. <laughs> so t- so but, tell me what you were, what you were saying. Cause, because uh, you told me this. And then I'm, I'm a big fan of a gentleman named Gary Vaynerchuk. And he, he's a... He's a, like an entrepreneur, um, teaches about things like entrepreneurism, basically. And he did have some interviews with Nipsey. And he actually did like a, a mashup today, actually today, that I was listening to on, on his podcast, Gary's podcast. And he did a mashup. And I'm just kind of listening to kind of some of their conversations. And, and he actually seemed like he had a really good mind on him, like entrepreneurial, because where they were at, where he was shot and killed at, was in front of his clothing store. Yeah, so he was actually doing a lot of good things for the community and just for his own, you know, yeah. bettering himself. And he had the right entre- entrepreneur mindset, and he had goals set, and he was making things happen, and he was helping other people out also. Uh-huh. So, I mean, even though I'm not a fan of his music... The kind of person he is showed through that. You know, he's, he seems like yeah. a really genuine, uh, good person that's just trying to better, better himself and better his community and better people that surround him. Uh-huh. And in fact, when he was shot, he had a dude with him who also ended up getting some bullets, but he, he survived. He had just gotten out of prison, and Nipsey Hussle was, took him to his store to get him some clothes so he can go out and, and better himself. Right. So he was, you know, in the middle of doing something good, but I guess he kicked this guy out of his store. Like earlier that day. Earlier that day, and the guy came back and started blasting on him. Yeah. Because when I first, you know, when they first showed him be dead, I'm like, oh, some gang violence, you know. And yeah, he's he's a crip. Yeah, he's a crip, yeah, right? Yeah, we looked it up. So, you know, thinking, oh, okay, some gang violence. But then I just saw, saw some things that got put out there where he was doing a documentary on this Dr. Sebi. But, you know, with that controversy... 
itself, it got smashed because they found the dude that did the shooting. Right, they, yeah. But that controversy in itself of what that Dr. Sebi was doing, that was crazy. Yeah, you told me about it. It sounded really interesting. So go ahead and, and talk about it. So that Dr. Sebi, he was uh, claiming that he cure, had, was able to cure AIDS holistically okay. with like a high alkaline diet and was able to cure all these other um, virus, like uh, um, what was the other ones? There was herpes. There was... Oh really? Um, yeah, all okay. these other viruses that that they say you cannot cure. He was saying he cured them. You got the cure for herpalerps and the hives. Okay, <laughs> but um, so you know, big pharma. I mean, you're messing with billion dollar right. things, you know. And Nipsey had this uh, interview where he was talking about it, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, people are getting killed for a couple thousand, and then here you are messing with pharmaceutical money, and that's in the billions." Gotcha. So this doctor, he's he's out there, and I guess you know they were taking him to court for for what he's saying, I guess, and he beat all these cases. Okay. Was he, the doctor did. Yeah, the doctor okay. said he beat all these cases that were against him that these pharmaceutical companies were trying to come after him for. So, anyways, he beat these cases, but he was getting no publicity whatsoever. And then I think 2016 ended up getting killed mysteriously. No, the doctor. Did. Yeah, the doctor did. Huh. And uh, of course, you know, because you're, you're messing with this big, big pharma's sure. money. Well, in that interview, Nipsey was saying, you know, don't be surprised if these guys kill me too. Wow. So, and that was just recently. Just because they were talking about because it. Because he, he's doing a documentary on this uh-huh. Doctor Sebi to bring attention to what he was he was doing. He was, you know, curing people of these diseases holistically, teaching people about this, where you don't need to spend millions of dollars on pharmaceuticals. Okay. No, but to big pharmacy, that's money out of their pocket because they're not in the business of curing people. They're in the business of putting Band-Aids on people because gotcha. Band-Aids are only temporary. They're, all they're going to do is just keep giving you Band-Aids. They're not going to fix the problem because you'll just keep buying Band-Aids. You buy the problem, you're not going to need Band-Aids anymore. Sure. I mean, you cure, cure the problem, you won't need Band-Aids. So they're out of business that way. So yeah, anyone putting out of them out of business, they're going to try to put a stop to it, Yeah. which is why you know they're fighting their anti- um, cannabis, because uh-huh. cannabis, a plant, cures or helps a lot of different things, and that's going to take their money away. It's already taken a lot of their money away in the states that have uh, oh, legalized right. it. So well, pretty, that was just a yeah. crazy, crazy circumstance that he's doing this documentary on this guy. Talks about, you don't be surprised if I if I end up getting killed over this. Yeah, and then boom, within weeks he gets he's dead. So yeah, so definitely got brought up, right? Yeah, he mentioned it to me. I was like, "Wow, interesting." And then we then we realized, "Oh, okay, it was just probably some gang shooting." Then find out it wasn't even that probably either. It was just yeah, just a disgruntled, <laughs> disgruntled customer. customer. So you kicked me out. <laughs> oh, but they had the I'll whole. Once they found out they had a lead on somebody, they had the whole city looking for this guy. Uh, and I'm surprised they they were able to catch him alive. The whole city wanted this guy dead. Interesting. <clears throat> Which wow. I don't know. I didn't know why this guy had such a huge fan base. His his raps aren't that good. Sorry to all the Nipsey Hustle fans. I like the dude <laughs> for what he's done and what you know what he was trying to do for the community and the city and all that. Right. But his rap sucks. I, I like the dude. After, I didn't even know the guy's shit at all until after he got killed, and then I kind of looked more into him. It's kind of unfortunate, right? Like is it's unfortunate. When people are trying to I'm do just, like make big impacts. And you don't even realize it until after they're gone. Then they start talking about it. You're like, oh, man. I didn't even know. You know what? They were also uh, trying to tie his death in with, like, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Because, you know, when she got killed in Honduras? Yeah. I guess she was 
kind of researching the same stuff, but this high alkaline diet curing things. Oh, interesting. I heard uh, she was doing the same thing and trying to bring this into light and to get more people involved in what this is. And she ended up getting killed there in Honduras with the brakes. All of a sudden, the brakes on this yeah. bus failed. Interesting. Weird, right? I like her rap, though. Yeah, she, yeah, she could rap. Yeah. She, she could hear her words, and they actually rhymed. So, yeah, anyway, rest in peace, Lisa Lefty Lopez and Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace, guys. Now, today we had a fun little event this morning. So, yeah, so now we're pretty much professional pickleball players. Yeah, we're pretty much professional. We're ready for the big leagues. We're ready for this. If y'all want to come come at us, come at us. We'll take <laughs> You'll anybody. You'll be disappointed, just saying. Yeah, so this is our first game today. This is our first time playing pickleball, and we mastered it. Yeah, we're, we're pros. We, we're we ready watched, to go pro. I think we spent like an hour watching YouTube videos. We've Maybe not even hours. that. Maybe not even, and then we... Well, studying the rules and then watching videos, and then we played like two hours today, and we're we're ready for the big league. Yeah, we can do this now. We're ready to take on anybody. So you guys better watch out. It was fun though. Yeah, I, I, liked, I liked it because we we got a starter set. We're like, okay, because these paddles, I mean, they get up to a hundred bucks for these pickleball paddles. Yeah, so they anyway they range from ten dollars to to. Tw- 200 bucks right so we started with a 10 dollar paddle we said okay let's get let's get like this starter set let's just try it out see if we even like it it's you know it's not gonna hit the wallet hard and uh we had a good time i had a good time i enjoyed it a lot so i'm gonna be playing more and taking all oncomers taking all <laughs> people's asses <laughs> it was a little windy when we played today uh so that kind of probably helped a little bit it was, it was a little cold kind of moved the ball too much but, I mean, that probably made us even better. It really heightened our skills for sure. For sure. So now on a calm day, oh my, we're, we're gonna it. kill it. We're killing. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to. It. I can't wait till the sun comes up, um, or it's like warmer because you know we're we're still in April, so it's a little it's a little chilly. So I can't wait till the sun's out. Take our shirt off, get some sun, get some, keep our tan going. Yeah, and I, I felt it in my legs after we were done. I was kind of a little sore afterwards. You know, it was it was it was a it was a weird transition for me because I play a lot of racquetball, so you know those balls bounce and and pickleball doesn't bounce as much, so I wasn't really used to it. Oh yeah, let's kind of explain to people what pickleball is. Okay, so your the ball itself is a wiffle ball. Well, imagine tennis, not as extreme. Yeah, it was small, like half the size. The court's like half the size yeah. of a tennis court. And then your paddles are a like giant, ping pong? Giant ping pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like giant ping pong paddles. But a but little bit longer. Like a mix. If you mix the ping pong paddle with a racquetball racket. Yeah, there you go. If you mix those two together, that's what a pickleball racket looks right. like. Yeah. Yeah, and, you got uh, it. And then you use a wiffle ball. Like a giant wiffle ball that's that's a lot more firm. Not a giant wiffle Regular size wiffle ball, thicker Actually, plastic. I haven't used a wiffle ball forever, so I don't even remember the size. They're, they're about that size, okay. and they're, but they're thinner. This one's a lot thicker. Yeah. Because it has to have a bounce, a good bounce. Yeah, so we are, we're pro now. Yeah. So it, was, it was fun. We, got, we learned the rules. We got out there and smashed it. So if any of you guys want to get your asses kicked, come at us. We can do this. We'll be yeah. all, all of your asses. Buko boys versus you, losers. 
versus losers. <laughs> Buko boys versus all you losers out there. <laughs> yeah, I want to know who plays pickleball. Let's get some games going. A couple people hit me up though, like uh, yeah, my boy, uh, my boy Jave that worked with me. He was saying that he plays pickleball. When I had just kind of posted it on Snapchat that we just bought it, you know, yeah. And so he hit me up and he's like, "Hey man, let me know when you guys play." You know, he he plays too. So I was like. Sure, bro. So he, he plays? Yeah. So how does he feel knowing that we've played only once and we could kick his ass? I haven't talked to him yet, but I kind of gave him a warning ahead of time. And I was okay. like, all right, yeah, man, let me know whenever you're ready to get your ass beat. Just let me know. So it's coming his yeah. way. Here it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, it's, it's, a, it's a good exercise. I like it, you know? Yeah, it is. Because, yeah. I mean, all right, so it was started up, from my understanding, it was started up as a lower impact for... For seniors, like that used to like tennis or just wanted to more exercise, it started off as something more low impact, but they're just, we're basically like, like just hitting the ball back and forth. But we're like, you know, we're like hustling. We're trying to like get in the corners and be sneaky. And so you get moving. Yeah. You running from sprinting from side to side because we're hitting it. I mean, we had some really good volleys back yeah. and forth. And so you're sprinting side to side, keeping it going. And uh, but I could see if you were playing couples, it's a little less impact, a little less running because you're okay. only playing that little square. So if you're playing doubles against doubles, I could see that being a lot less All right. exercise. But we we start hardcore when we do anything. Yeah, I mean this is how we are. And <laughs> we're pros now. Yeah, so we it's go crazy. singles. We play singles because they were badass. It's crazy that we're already professional. That's what's I know. Crazy One day, who would have thought <laughs> the Buko boys going pro? I thought. Yeah. Just kidding. We I all thunk. knew. We all knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> it was fun though. I, I can't wait to. Go. I, I I'm excited. Look, I'm looking forward to playing again tomorrow. Yeah, I so. hope the sun keeps shining because it was. It's been raining. Today was the first day with a break in the in uh-huh. the weather. I think it's supposed to rain again all weekend, so. Oh, man. What were you indoor? Where, though? Oh, Murray Park. Yeah. Murray Park had an indoor pickleball court. All right, we're going to Murray Park. Indoor. Who wants to come get their ass beat? Let us know. Saturday? Saturday? You're, you're, yeah, you're getting worn now. I'm just saying. Yep. All right, we got, so, so this is the time of season. So we're, we're in April. A couple weeks from now, we got Easter. So what's all over the shelves? Easter candy. Easter candy, especially when you think Easter candy, those you're damn thinking peeps, those peeps. damn marshmallow peeps. Marshmallow. Are you a big fan of peeps? No, I'm not. My daughter is. She loves it. A lot of people are. You know, so does my daughter. She likes peeps. Oh, speaking of daughters, guess who's having another one? You're having a daughter. Yes. So if you guys watch, if you guys are watching this. Um, on YouTube, you can actually just go right to my channel. You'll see the video. But you can also look it up. It was called uh, Baby Gender Reveal with Coconut. Four, so, four, four, four. Yeah. We wanted to. I was like, you know, I want to do a gender reveal. I don't want to do a party, though. But I want to do, like, a gender reveal. And I was like, I want to do something different. Well, obviously, since I'm a buko boy, <laughs> I was like, let's do it with a coconut. So what, what me and my wife Edna did is we got a coconut. You gave me the machete so I can chop this sucker open. We sprinkled uh, some pink sugar on the inside. So I cut the top off, sprinkled some pink sugar, chopped that sucker in half, and inside was uh, pink. So we found out we are having a girl, and we're excited. It was not... Honestly, I really had this strong feeling it was going to be a boy. I just felt it. Like, in my bones, I felt it. You just wanted it to be a boy. And when they told me... That was probably it, too. I really wanted a boy. And when they told me it was a girl, I think I was standing the whole time. I think I sat down. I was like, huh, 
Interesting. Can we let's, just start over. Let's, that's let's just get, hey, nurse. Let's uh, hit the rewind button. Let's let's look at this again. <laughs> let's just but, double check yeah. this for a wiener. Let's look at this order. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I said. <laughs> so where's where's some testes at over here? But uh, anyway, I digress. Anyway, it's peep season. Our daughters love peeps. So you know what? There's the the regular flavors out there. But this year there were some new ones. The regular flavors, yellow, blue. Yeah, no, <laughs> this one tastes like blue. This one tastes like purple. But no, they started coming out with flavors. Yeah. So like last year or the year before, it was like a sour watermelon and a sour cherry. Those ones were actually really damn good. I had the sour watermelon one. It was good. They were both really good. I didn't try the cherry one. You're missing out. I would say sour peeps is the way to go. But this year, there's some new flavors out, and we figured, you know what? We better try these for everybody out there. We do this for you guys. Yeah, this is all research. This is all research. Hope you guys appreciate this. You guys better appreciate it. We're biting the bullet here. We don't know. We're paying for it, for your entertainment. (laughs) For This first one we have here is the Peeps Delight. You got four flavors, and we got cereal. Yep. I'm excited. All right. So So first one, Peeps Delights Vanilla Creme. Vanilla Creme. It's flavored marshmallow dipped in decadent creme flavored fudge. Oh, it's dipped. Okay. Yep. So this isn't just your... We got a couple that are dipped then, huh? You know what? Let's just read them all off first. Okay. The next one we have is another Peeps Delights Marshmallow. It's your regular yellow peep, but it is dipped in decadent milk chocolate. All right. The other one we have is another Delights. This one's... Oh, this one's filled. Filled. So this one's a chocolate peep and dipped in dipped in chocolate and car, chocolate caramel swirl. On the inside. On the inside because it's filled. Interesting. And then we have your regular peeps but a flavored one. It's party cake. Has a confetti look to it. Yeah, it's got the confetti colors all over. It looks like sparkles. Looks all like right. a birthday cake. And then we have the cereal. Okay. All right, so let's start with vanilla, 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 vanilla creme. <laughs> I don't know if I need a whole one. Just eat a whole one. Oh, we can do it. It's for the people. All right. Cheers. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's not bad. I like peeps. I can't eat like a whole bunch of them. I could when I was a kid. Okay, I like that. It's like caramel, not caramel, figure white fudge. The white fudge is pretty damn good. Yeah. For being a peep, I'm not a peep fan. No, that one next. This one next. Yeah, get a yellow one. Yeah, the regular marshmallow dipped in chocolate. Yep. Okay. I actually haven't had peeps in a long time. This is kind of good. It. I forgot. I haven't had them for so long. So this is your average yellow peep, just dipped in chocolate. A little bit. Looks like a re- little rubber ducky. Okay. It's just a way mm. to make peeps better, I guess. I think I like it without the milk chocolate. I definitely like the white chocolate better. Yeah, I think the white chocolate was better. For sure. All right, now this is the... Chocolate on chocolate with caramel swirl inside. Now this one sounds fun. Yeah. This For research, everybody. <laughs> okay. I'm a fan of this one. Here, you got that caramel on the inside. Interesting. Holy shit. I just thought about the best thing in the world for these. What? You can use this as a s'more. 
That's everything you need for a s'more besides the uh, gram. Gram. Did I yeah. just did I just come up with something amazing? When did you think of that before we did this? Go get some grams and the fire. <laughs> I need to start a fire in here. That's a good idea. Holy shit! Okay, everybody, go buy these. These are the Phil Delights chocolate caramel swirl, and go get yourself some graham crackers. Uh huh. And this shit will blow your mind. <laughs> All right, get the next one ready. Okay, hold on. I had a finish that one. That was good. Oh, this is the big package. All right, party cake time. All right. All right, last Here's one. Standard one. Hmm, okay, there's definitely a flavor. I prefer the OG over the party cake. This one just tastes way, 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 way too sweet. Sweeter than your average marshmallow. Yeah. I think it would have been better if it was like Pop Rocks and less sugar. All right, now for the cereal. So when we got these peas on their way out, we saw the cereal. We said, wait a minute, we got to add this. And on the back is a little board game so kids can get distracted while they eat their cereal. They can or they use their cereal as game pieces? Oh, maybe. Oh, shit. All right, let's get open here. Yeah, this so, chocolate sw caramel swirl one. We're not getting a bowl of cereal it. for this right now. We're just going to grab a handful here and see if it's worth it. Because you know what? We missed out on the chance for the Sour Patch Kit cereal. We were not missing out our chance on the peeps. So you got like pink and yellow O's. Look almost like Fruit Loops. Is there supposed to be marshmallows in here? Yeah, there's a piece of marshmallow. How did well. I get a handful with no marshmallows in there? Well, I got a whole handful and I got one marshmallow. Okay, there So they're really chintzy on the marshmallows on this. No, there's a lot in here. I see a ton in here. But for some reason, they don't, they don't just come out freely. <laughs> it it kind of tastes like Fruit Loops. Oh, there's blue. So there's blue, pink, and yellow. Blue, pink, and yellow O's and some marshmallow pieces. Nah, it just tastes like sugary cereal. Like almost like Fruit Loopy, right? No, no, not Fruit Loop. Fruit Loops actually has a distinctive flavor. Yeah. This is generic sweet. Yeah. Generic sweet cornos. Your kids will like it. Yeah, kids will like it just for the, I guess, for the colors on the box. Seasonal. And it's sugar. And it's full of sugar. <laughs> and we got it at Target, so, you know, to grow your kids up to be basic, I guess. <laughs> My favorite was the white chocolate. The white chocolate? The white, the, the dipped in white chocolate. Mine the vanilla was, creme. Mine was chocolate. chocolate on chocolate with caramel swirl. Because it just, legit. it tasted completely different than what peeps, just a normal marshmallow flavor, because it's a chocolate marshmallow. It, it was my second favorite. I did like that one. I wish we'd have thought of the gram earlier, though. That would have been good. Well, we would have never thought of that until after we, yeah, tried, until we it. tried it. You're right. You're right. Well, this summer, I guess we're going to have to stock up on these yeah, now so we have it for summer. Hope they don't go to shit on us. <laughs> well, awesome. I think, that's a, I think that's the show. That is the show, everybody. Hey, thanks again for watching and listening to the Buko Boys podcast. We will join you next week where we will talk about other fun things. Because that's all we talk about. Exactly. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, have a good bye, one. everybody. Bye. Peace.